Hey, everybody. I don't think we need the countdown. Let's just go. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. Go fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. This is a shot of all vegans. All the way up. It's hold up. It's hold up. It's. You know, I'm, um, I spent three days, three nights in Daytona Beach. I drove to Daytona Beach on Friday, I think. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, three nights. I was here Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was raining the entire time. It was pouring rain on Saturday. It was horrible on Saturday. And yet now, it's beautiful outside. It's a goddamn delight outside. The sun is shining, not a cloud in the sky. Not one cloud in the sky in Daytona Beach, Florida. And yet here I am having spent three, really fucking three nights, four days here. And today I'm about to leave and it's beautiful. Let me tell you, first of all, this is a, this is a problem on many, for many reasons. First, I'm upset that it's for... Uh, you can't do outreach in the rain, not really, because no one wants to talk to you. You can't do uh, the chicken truck thing effectively because no one's outside to see the chicken truck. I'm driving around the mall. No one's there. I'm driving around the downtown area where all the tourists are. No one's there. I drive to the beach where all the pe beach people are supposed to be. No one's there. I literally went to the Bass Sports uh, outlet to try to just get people to know. Oh, God. I'm in Florida for the first time for any a substantial amount of time. For the first time in my in my in my young life, I'm spending a good amount of time in Florida. And it's been raining the whole time. And I'm about to go to I'm about to go to freaking back to California for like 10 days. And I'll have been in Florida, the sunshine state, and it's just been raining the whole time. I had one day of sun in friggin' St. Augustine. In fact, this whole trip, it's just been raining and raining and raining and raining. It's upsetting. And my dash cam didn't even record yesterday. I had my dash cam on trying to record people's reactions and stuff. I can't get this dash cam to work. I don't understand how the dash cam works. I'm learning how to use it. Didn't take any video. It took a video of me installing it. <laughs> I have a video of me installing the dash cam but i don't have any footage of people looking at my chicken truck yeah frequent rain is a thing 
I, you know, I've seen Miami Vice. I, I know the movie in Miami Vice. It's always raining and stuff. Like the weather is always something going on. But come on, three days straight. I thought I thought the weather was supposed to be like, oh, it rains and it's sunny. It's rain like in Hawaii. Like it rains, but then it's sunny again. It rains and something. No, it's just rainy. Why do people live here? It's just no wonder there's so much green. It's so green because it's raining all the time. I've also really into this into these coquina stones, like these coquina stones that are on um, coquina rocks. They have cylindrical holes, and they're so interesting. Really, let me see if I can't find these things. Yeah, look at these things. You know, they they're all over um, Florida. And I think there's really interesting everywhere I go. I see them on display. Coquina rocks. They look like this. They've got these big holes in them. I want to say we have these in California, but I, I could be wrong. Um, I, I think I've seen like exactly this. Coquina beaches in California, but they're really big in Florida. They make whole buildings out of them. Coquina rocks, and it, it's kind of fascinating. They've got they've got these big there's ones with these, like these, just on display. These coquina rocks with a hole all the way through them. People just put them on display around Florida, around Jacksonville, around friggin' where am I? Daytona Beach. They're all over. I think it's so cool. Coquina rocks. Never knew that they had a name and that people worshipped them since the days of St. Augustine, since the 1500s when this town was in, when St. Augustine was founded. America's oldest city. Well, at least I got to see America's oldest city. At least I got to see that. So it's not entirely. It's just the rain state. Exactly. Florida's the rain state. It shouldn't be called. It shouldn't be called the sunshine state. It should be called the rain state because all I ever get is rain. I've been playing rain songs. Like I, I like you know that Sunny and Cher song. It only. It never rains in Southern California. That song's been on my head. Because I can't, I can't stop thinking about rain songs. Raindrops keep falling on my head. I'm only happy when it rains. I'm only happy when it's complicated. I, that's what I've been thinking about because it just rains all the time in Florida. Apparently, Sunshine State, my ass, full of shit. Sunshine State is more like a hope. They were just hoping the sun would finally shine in Florida. That's why they call it the Sunshine State. Can we please have some sunshine? They may as well call Florida the sun shower state as a more accurate description of what it's like here. My God, like, I, I can't believe, I can't believe this ever caught on. Why did people move into Florida? I was like, when I first rolled in, I went, wow, look at these cute little houses. It's so, like the Florida architecture is really cool. Like these squat little houses with tiny little spindles keeping up their roofs and i i think in the, the colors everything's so beautiful i think of that movie dexter or that show dexter i've always liked the idea of dexter i don't think it was as good a show as everyone else does but dexter took place i want to say miami and um i thought it was such a great idea of like a serial killer living in the sunshine state where it's all like bright colors everyone's wearing hawaiian shirts aloha shirts and stuff everyone's like really everything's bright even he is like a bright character but he's got the darkness in him and he's bringing it to everybody neat but he only kills serial it's a stupid premise he's a serial killer who only kills serial killers yeah that was like a good short story idea and then they turned it into a tv show on showtime and when it, it went for like eight years it was horrible and then they rebooted it for like a 
comeback reunion show. They shouldn't have. It's horrible. Anyway, back to the uh, <laughs> yesterday. Uh, I, I I hung out with an activist named Mercedes. Her name is Mercedes. She's from Wales. But she lives in Florida, and her big thing is she only drives the speed limit because her big cause de guerre is roadkill. She hates that all these animals are killed on the roads. Lizards, alligators, birds, little animals, big animals, all sorts of creatures, panthers, all sorts of animals are being killed on our roads to the tune of about a million a day in America. It's something that I hadn't really, I mean, obviously we all think about roadkill, but do you think about a million a day? Is that something that you thought happened? Did you think a million a day was the thing? I didn't think there would be that many. I mean, we kill about 300 humans a day on the roads of America and that's the equivalent of like a 747 falling out of the sky every single day. If a 747 fell out of the sky every single day, they'd make 747s illegal. Yet, um, for some reason in America, we just continue to have 300 people die every single day on our streets in America and on our highways. Now, how many animals? A million? Holy shit, that's a lot of creatures. 365 million animals a year killed on the roads. Anyway, she's like very much into putting signs up. She wants to have like in in the Netherlands, they built a um, they build kind of causeways or uh, little overpasses for animals. In California, there's a lion pass. It's going across 10 lanes of traffic so that mountain lions can go back and forth because mountain lions were separated by the 101 freeway. I think it's the 101. Anyway, so separated by a freeway and the lions were getting inbred on either side of the freeway because they couldn't cross. I mean, they were getting, it was getting bad. The lions, California mountain lions are going to go extinct. So they're building a, a overpass over the highway because these animals well, we need to have more of these things is the point. And so she's out there trying to do that. I, I I never thought that a million a day. So I learned that yesterday from talking to an activist in the streets of Florida. So at least there was that. It was also cold and windy and rainy the entire time she and I stood outside and spoke. I'm surprised I haven't taken ill yet being out. I mean, aren't you supposed to get pneumonia when you stand out in the rain? Do people get, is, is pneumonia a very hard thing? Is it a big problem in Florida? It must be. It must be. All the rain, you're practically underwater all the time. And when you're not, when it's not raining, it's humid. Mm. Yesterday, well, let's do national news. The, the national, it's National Twin Day. Do you guys know any twins? I don't know any twins. Anybody like twins? I like twins. Not if you take care of your vessel. Well, I try to take care of my vessel, but in Florida, they have rains constantly. You're constantly underwater. So you must have some, like, it's because you have vegan power sky. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I feel like standing out in the cold and rain as much as I have and also going in and out, in and out, in and out of, of trucks and buildings. I feel like I should be sick right now. Maybe I am, and I just don't know it. 
I feel like that's probably I I haven't I've never caught COVID, and but I've been in outside all this time. I worked all through COVID with the public. I was an essential worker, never caught COVID, or I was entirely asymptomatic and never had anything. But I was testing a lot. Like I got tested for COVID a lot. So I don't know. Never got it. Knock on wood. Mold is a big problem there. It must be like there's there's parts of this this hotel. The hotel looks like it's got water damage everywhere. Like it looks like they just paint over the water damage. Like there's parts of the building that like look discolored and rippled. Like the walls look rippled. Um, there's a there's a water damage line on the big painting in here. It's uh it's weird. But it beats having roaches. I haven't had any roaches in my hotel room. So that's always good. So far, so good. All these hotels I'm staying in, no cockroaches. I hear that Florida has a cockroach problem, though, too. So maybe I'll maybe I'll see one before I'm gone. It's National Roast Suckling Pig Day. It's also National Migrants Day, National Arabic Language Day, National Answer the Telephone Like a Buddy the Elf Day. Okay, all that sucks. National Twin Day. And maybe if you, I mean... Twin day. I mean, who doesn't like twins? All right. So National Roast Suckling Pig Day. This drawing, of course, they have a drawing of the pig. You couldn't show a picture of it because it would piss people off. When people see a picture of a roast suckling pig, they get all upset for some reason. But you draw a picture of one, everyone thinks it's cute. Why? A suckling pig is a baby pig. Roasted baby pig day where you put an apple in the pig's mouth for whatever reason. Why do they why do they put the apple in the pig's mouth? I never understood that. And they have he looks like he's just sleeping there, doesn't he? With the sauce. National Roast Suckling Pig Day on December 18th recognizes a savory dish that takes some planning to prepare. The results, however, are worth the effort. Is that true? You know, one time I went to my cousin's wedding. My cousin, well, it it, it makes it it matters because it, my cousin is a man who married another man, and I went to their I went to their uh, wedding, and it was a luau theme, and I wore my Hawaiian shirt, and I was I went with my mom, my mom and I, and uh, there was a suckling pig as part of a buffet like a like a hawaiian buffet and people would just like scrape flesh off of and all they had for me the only vegan thing i had was iceberg lettuce so not iceberg romaine they had some romaine and some iceberg so i'm sitting there eating with my mom she's not going to eat the pig uh she was pretty pretty she was like pretty much plant-based so I snapped a picture of the of the pig and I put, you know, people I love are getting married, but animal cruelty is the centerpiece of the wedding. I posted on my my Instagram, my Facebook, whatever. You know how it does it both ways. My cousin never talked to me again after that. He said that I made it all about me and that on my social media, like I, it's my social media. I'm allowed to post whatever the fuck I want on my social media. And they're like, you colored it. And I'm like, no, here's the original. I, I reposted the original photo. I didn't recolor it. Um, you colored it, made it look bloody. No, I didn't. This is what it looked like. Um, 
but they never talked to me again because I took a picture of the suckling pig, animal abusers, animal abusers. So I have, you know, lost family because I think suckling pig is particularly heinous. You take a baby pig and put it in the middle of your of your party. How could that be anything but disrespect for the animal and entirely just animal abuse? Animal suckling pig is a young pig between the ages of two and six weeks, which is still fed by its mother's milk. The pig is roasted whole until the skin is crisp. The meat is tender and succulent. Blah. So an animal who is still breastfeeding, that's that's who you're killing. That seems okay to people for some reason. Suckling pig can range between 8 and 30 pounds and expects between 12 and $20 a pound, depending on the market. There you go. Straight to economics, huh? And don't forget about the whole, forget the whole thing, baby pig thing. It's $20 a pound, please. These factors, coupled with the daunting task of roasting a whole pig, granted a small pig, the finished product, a delicacy almost anywhere in the world. I don't know why it's a delicacy. It's not that hard to murder and fry up an animal. It's just not that hard. People like to think that it's that hard. They they make they make schools. You have you have fucking you have you know these, these culinary schools. Like oh, it's so difficult to learn these. No, you learn a couple techniques. Cooking isn't that hard. That's the big cooking isn't hard. Everybody, you'll learn a couple techniques and apply them basically equally across the board. It's not hard. That's why watching chef reaction videos on TikTok is so much fun because they're like, because it, it isn't hard. It's, it's quite simple. And to say that this is a delicacy is laughable. It's unbelievable. With the right tools and ingredients, the roasting process is not that complicated. Duh. If you've roasted a whole turkey, you can roast a suckling pig. Only a smallest piglets will fit into most standard home ovens. Those at the lower weight range will provide about 20 adult servings. Makes me sick to my stomach. On National Roast Suckling Pig Day, do you feel up to the challenge? If you do, this celebration challenges us to give the recipe a try. Makes me sick. You know, this is what's so horrible. Divide, invite others to help you conquer and this, and then savor the suckling pig. Like, how do you eat something, someone called suckling pig? How do you eat anyone that's suckling? What if, what if you ate a, a human baby? Well, they're suckling. Like, even if a boat's going down, if a baby is suckling, you're like, eh, babies get to go first. They get to be, they're the survivors. Is it worse? I think it's worse. I mean, this isn't speciesism. It's ageism, I guess. Like, a baby pig? Does that seem fair to anybody ever? Once you know it's a fucking six-week-old pig who is a piglet? Why do they call it a piglet? It's a piglet who is still breastfeeding. And they rip rip the baby away from her mother and put an apple in, 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 her, in, her, in her mouth. Gutter. And roaster. How many it's calories? Suckling pigs that calories. How long does it take? 15 minutes per pound. Which wine should I serve? Uh, it's just so disgusting and and horrifying that humanity is. Does this not seem barbaric to anybody? Does this not seem old-fashioned, like atavistic? That we like 
that we're still doing this? Doesn't it seem like something maybe some French, like pre-revolutionary French aristocrat might do because they were so stupid and, and cruel? Like the aristocrats of the world were so cruel that that not only were they subjecting the other humans to horrible atrocities, they were doing this to animals. And then when the humans got a little scratch in their pockets and killed the aristocracy, guess what they became? Just as cruel as the aristocracy. If you hate colonialism and you hate the whole colonist idea, if you hate patriarchy and you hate the hierarchy of, of different beings, then this has to be something that you stand up against. Holy shit. If you're not vegan, I, it's like even if you're an animal abuser who just draws the line at baby animals, you, if you're not vegan, you are contributing to this because you're objectifying animals and you're making you're objectifying you're, you're if you're not vegan you, i'm not going to go into intersectionalism but like if you're not vegan you are the problem even as far as like sexism racism all of it because you are supporting a system of hierarchy ranking white people on top and everyone else underneath that's how you get to the bottom which is where the animals the lower rungs are where the animals live and die at our whim at our discretion discretion as if we have any of that we kill them wholesale it makes me sick move on yeah, you're right. Just tuned in. I have to watch there. I have to watch the replay. Vegan Stallion. All right, I will move on, Vegan Stallion. You're absolutely right. Terribly sorry. I hate to get on a rant about these things. Today in history, it's uh, a lot of stuff happened. 18th Amendment uh, authorizing the prohibition of alcohol is approved today in 1917. Of course, that's the year the Lusitania was sank was sunk um so we got into the first world war and then right after that the prohibition of alcohol and they say that a lot of it happened because the men ran away well ran away they were conscripted into war and as soon as they were away and overseas all of a sudden um the political activism that happened at home was about alcohol and was mostly run by women and they prohibited alcohol what do you know 2019 House of Representatives impeach President Donald Trump for abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. 2019. Can you believe it? Today in 2019, we impeached a president. He would go on to be impeached a second time. Or wait, that was the second time. He got impeached twice. He's the only one in history he got twice. Nutcracker came out today. It premieres in St. Petersburg just in time for Christmas. If you haven't seen the Nutcracker, don't worry. You've probably heard all the songs. It can't escape Tchaikovsky. He's such an... Tchaikovsky was a genius, and yet the Nutcracker is the only thing anyone ever knows. It's kind of like Charles Dickens. The only thing anybody knows is Scrooge. Isn't that depressing? <sighs> it's Betty Grable's birthday. It's Joseph Grimaldi's birthday. It's Joseph Stalin's birthday in France. Ferdinand. France Ferdinand was killed to killed recent uh sometime around this time of year franz Ferdinand was killed starting world war one but joseph stalin it's jo uncle joe's birthday 
Ty Cobb, the greatest baseball player to ever live, is also, I think he was an unspeakable racist. Does it say anything about his racism? Mm, aggressive playing style, surly temperament. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ty Cobb was an unspeakable racist too. But Ty Cobb, one of the great baseball players of all time. J.J. Thompson, physicist in the Cavendish Laboratory in Cambridge. There you go. He he won Nobel Prize in, Phil in physics because he discovered the electron. Way to go, J.J. Thompson. It's his birthday. But you know what? Look at all these vegans we have. Can you guys look at this? We got Billie Eilish, who supposedly is vegan. Nutcracker. Yeah, I mean... Come on. Move on. Do you didn't want to hear about the suckling pig? I thought that was a good. I wanted to I wanted to clip out the suckling pig and make that one of the highlight reels. You don't think it was a good highlight reel, vegan stallion? I think suckling pig is an important, important, uh an important thing to mention. Six-week-old pigs, but whatever. You're right. Why make this about the animals? I guess, you know. Nutcracker. All right, so uh, it's bad. It's 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 for it's by it's Billie Eilish's birthday, and she supposedly is vegan, right? They say that she's vegan. Her last name is Billie Eilish Pirate Baird. Her name is Pirate Baird. Maybe she should have gone by Pirate Baird instead of Billie Eilish. Anyway, there she is, looking happy. This is this is uh, how she how she smiles. Supposedly, she loves smiling for the camera. Anyway, that's her. Yeah, she says she's vegan, but she rides horses. I also heard that Brad Pitt is vegan. He's 60 years old today. Can you believe it? If you guys haven't seen 12 Monkeys, 12 Years of Slaves, 7. He likes to be in movies with numbers in them. Ocean's 11, Ocean's 12, Ocean's 13, 12 Years of Slave, 12 Monkeys, 7. Um, he's going to star in the reboot of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, um, Two If by Sea. He's going to be in all the re reboots that have anything to do with numbers. Thelman Louise was his first movie, I want to say. God, I remember that movie. Jeez. Anyway, Brad Pitt, is he vegan? What do you guys think? Some people say he was. He was born in Oklahoma, Shawnee. I have a friend in Oklahoma. His name is Steven. He is the um, ethically based ex-omnivore, but... Is he the coolest boomer? Is he the coolest baby boomer? Brad Pitt? Maybe. Brad Pitt's pretty cool. He was in Once Upon Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. See? Anything with a number? Brad Pitt. If you want Brad Pitt to be in your movie, try making a movie with a number in the title. Keith Richards is his birthday today. He's 80 friggin' years old. You know, do you ever think that I saw it was I thought I saw it was Keith Richards' birthday, and I saw um, I'm like, do you think it's Keith Richards when Charlie Watts died? He was like, I told you, Mick, I told you I'd outlast all of you, Mick. <laughs> uh, I told you I'd outlast all of you, Mick. I just like <laughs> I just imagine like growing. He kind of because you know that um, Johnny Depp based Jack Sparrow off of his impersonation of Keith Richards. Mick Jagger, you think you're so special, do you? I outlived Charlie Watts, the drummer. Everyone thought he was so kind and a family man and did everything right. And here I am, Keith Richards, still kicking Mick Jagger. Like when Mick Jagger dies, Keith Richard is going to do like 
a little Pinocchio dance on his grave. He's like, I got no strings to hold me down. He's just like a <laughs> Keith Richards. How, first of all, I mean, drugs kill. Drugs kill kids. Unless you're Keith, unless you're Keith Richards, of course. Keith Richards can do all the drugs. And maybe, you know, he, he just got the, the drugs first. He got there or he got to them early. So he got just like the good drugs. And you and I, we can only get fentanyl because he already did all the drugs. Keith Richards did so many drugs that he drove the price up. And now all we can afford is fentanyl from China. So thanks, Keith Richards. 80 years old. I don't think I'm going to make it to 80 years old. I don't think I'm going to make it to 80. There's no way. I never thought I'd make it to 40. And here I am. 12 years a 12 years is a monkeys is I thought 12 years late. 12 monkeys is a weird movie it's one of my favorite Terry Terrence Gilliam you know he was a uh one of the Monty Python directors directed that one yeah he's an incredible director I love 12 monkeys that like weird um because have you seen Fisher King that's another movie by that director uh, Life of Brian he always does like the fisheye lens and like really kind of Fun, fun camera angles and stuff. Um, Time Bandits. Have you seen Time Bandits? Same director. That aesthetic that's in uh, 12 Monkeys was I never saw the TV show, but I hear that it was pretty good. There you go. Keith Richards, 80 years old with Brad Pitt. He's only 20 years older than look, this guy, 60 years old. That seems pretty recent. I think that's what he looks like today. But I don't think that this guy. 80 years old. I don't think that's what Keith Richards looks like today. There's no way that's 80 years old. I don't think I don't think that's a recent picture. He's born 1943. He's a war baby. Silent generation, they call him. He's a war baby born in the born in the war. He he remembers Guy Fox Day. <laughs> oh my god. Um there you go. Steven Spielberg's birthday today, 77 years old. I watched a movie with Steven Spielberg in it yesterday because Steven Spielberg was, um, he knew Albert Brooks as, and he would videotape Albert Brooks all the time. And I watched um, Defending My Life with about Albert Brooks's life. And I always like comedy, you know, and Al Brooks is a famous comedian. So I liked, I like watching that type of stuff. But um, he knew Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg would constantly just be taping him. It's weird, huh? Brazil is another good weird movie. Oh, yeah. Brazil's so good with the wings. Uh, who's that guy? Jonathan Price. Ooh, that's a good one. I love that movie, Brazil, with, with Robert De Niro playing the um, vigilante plumber. Man, what a weird movie. I love that movie, Brazil. That was a good one. You know, I think a lot about Brazil especially now because i feel like um okay so in that movie there's a wonderful scene where there's they're having dinner and a, someone runs into the bathroom and blows up the restaurant and everyone kind of looks and then goes back to eating because terrorism is so commonplace in the world of brazil and i really oftentimes i feel like that's what we're doing with uh what happens in schools in America, what happens in the Middle East when it comes to terrorism. I feel like it's just becoming part of our lives now. And we're just, it's basically like Brazil, the movie. And 
it's just like, no, nah, terrorism happens all the time and we're completely desensitized to it. It's like hearing a car alarm go off in a big city. What's the point of a car alarm in a big city? Everyone looks and goes, shrugs their shoulders. We don't care. What's what are we gonna do about it? Like, why is there why are there even car alarms anymore? They 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 give us nothing except wake us up in the morning when some idiot can't get into their car, like accidentally sets it off on their own vehicle. Like, I don't think a car alarm has ever deterred car theft, maybe like in the 80s. But do you think that car alarm deters anything? Do you think terrorism works? Do you think there's any way out of our school shooting problem in America? What can we do? I mean, we're so desensitized to these things and we're purposefully kept away for the reasons why they happen. Like we in America and I think around the world, we see these things happen, these horrible acts of violence against each other and against animals. And yet we're constantly being purposefully held away from ever finding out why they happen. Why is someone punching a lamb in the face on um, Instagram? while they take the uh while they take while they shear the sheep why why would you punch a lamb in the face while you're shearing the sheep well you're never allowed to ask the question why it's just that it happens and so you're made to feel helpless you're not helpless brazil is one of the greats yeah i like that one i'm glad i'm glad you're still here being italian i thought i lost you I think I haven't watched a movie by steven spielberg since i was a kid he doesn't have a lot of good ones i mean there's jaws Jaws is a masterpiece. Can you think of another actually good Steven Spielberg movie? Schindler's List. Jaws and Schindler's List are pretty good. I can't think of another one that I really liked. I did like it when he did Tintin. That was kind of cool. When he did Tintin was pretty fun. Yeah. I was looking at Marshall Rosenberg yesterday. Anyway, so uh, it's his birthday today. Uh, his the, the word of the day is... A, raconteur which is a fun word let me know if you think that uh, you think et is good i re i rewatched et recently in the theater it was in the theater i decided to watch it but i hadn't seen the reissue when they took the guns out of the policeman's hands um when they fly they took all the guns away from the movie with digital um effects which i think is a mistake I think it's un I think it's unrealistic and idiotic that they did that. But anyway, um, the, they reissued the ET and they um, they released it on the 40th anniversary. And I went with Karina to go see it, and it was fun to watch on the big screen. But you think ET was a good movie? There's too many problems with E.T., like these little squat creatures are flying around doing what? Collecting berries in our forests, and they eat peanut butter. They love, like, he, they tr like he's this inter interstellar space traveler who travels naked for some reason and also acts like a puppy, but he's a genius. He can take an umbrella and phone home. It's just like, I don't know. There's too many problems with that movie. Like I can't just, I can't suspend my disbelief. I do like some of the moments in that film. And when you watch it in the cinema, it is actually pretty good, but I don't know. Great film ET. I don't know. I don't know if I could say that. Carnists are reconteurs. Are they? Reconteurs. When I was a kid, ET was great. Yeah. Vegan stallion. When I was a kid, it was great too. 
last night I triggered a bike alarm because I dared coming too close while putting on my helmet and minding my own business as if the owner of that bike owned the parking lot. Yes. Oh my God. On college campuses, people have like e-bikes and they're going off all the time. When I was, at, I forgot, you know what? That's so funny. You say that when I was uh, doing the abduction tour, I was at college campuses and man, you know, college campuses are built well, they like that neoclassical architecture, big buildings, you know, and when there, a really loud noise happens there, you can hear the echo. It's like an echo chamber between all these big buildings. And they would every once in a while, a bike alarm. And I was like, a bike alarm? What the hell? And it's just because someone got too close to somebody else's bike, but also because people set their own bike alarms off all the time, just like cars. People are stupid. You don't need to have a car alarm. If somebody steals your bike, just steal somebody else's bike. Just kidding. Don't do that. I used to do that. <laughs> Carnists are raconteurs because anecdotes make up a lot of the excuses to go vegan in conjunction with appeal to fallacies. Of course. Well, you know, I think Sky, the vegan raconteur. I think raconteur is a good name, a good a good word. Recon, vegan raconteur, VR. Should that be the name of my... Maybe I should change this channel to vegan raconteur. And I'll do everything actually on Skyjack Morgan channel, and that way I won't I won't piss off um, Vegan Stallion anymore because I'll be able to talk about anything I want, even if it isn't veganism. I love you, Vegan Stallion. You're the best. I'm just joking. Raconteur is someone who excels in telling anecdotes. A bona fide raconteur. He's bona fide. Have you guys ever seen Brother Where Art Thou? He's bona fide. Bonafide. Here's what she's. He's bonafide. Raconteur Paula can even turn even mundane experiences into hilarious, entertaining stories. I wish I could do like that, Paula. Be more like Paula. Kenneth Anger, filmmaker and author Kenneth Anger, lit and shot and cut images so that no matter how beautiful each was on its own, what the hell? Visual poetry. I don't know who this guy is. Mainly as a raconteur. If you're a sage of sagas, a bard of ball, oh fucking, I like this shit. I already, oof, it, it tingles, it tingles in my taint when he when they talk like this. You know, a little bit of a little bit of uh, of consonants, a little bit of syllabism, and a little bit of alliteration goes a long way with me. If you're a sage of sagas, a bard of ballads, a pro in prose, you may have lost count of the accounts you've recounted. Oh, God. Nipples are hard. Some might call you a recounter, <laughs> but as a master of narrative form, as a master of narrative form, you may find that recounter lacks a certain je ne sais quoi. Sure, it has a cool story. It traces back to the Latin verb computere, meaning to count. But so do many words, compute, computer, count, and account, and neither last nor least, recounter. A sing-song title better fit for a whimsical storyteller. English speakers borrowed raconteur from French in the early 19th century. God damn it, everyone's in the... You know, sometimes I think I don't want to do the word of the day anymore, the vegan word of the day, but I think it's great. I want to use raconteur. Next time someone uses some silly anecdote about about anti-veganism, I will say, hey, you are a raging raconteur, but um, it's just an anecdote.
and it's bullshit. So please stop recounting the tales of Joe Rogan and Ted Nugent and kindly uh, fuck off. Yes. So I wanted to say, you know, guys, I'm I'm thinking about, you know, I love California, but it's expensive, you know, and I always feel like I can't get out of debt. I can't ever do it. You know, I don't know how people make these huge. I don't know how people make enough money to do to live in California anymore. I, I guess like when I was working in hospitality, I was making good money. And I felt like I had, um, I never worried about money. Never, never worried about it in my adult life. Like I was really poor in my twenties, but then like by the time I was like 25, I felt like I figured it out. I, I, I never worried about money really. I always had a, enough, you know, and just enough, not, not more than I needed, but I could, I could afford my, 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 my modest whims. And now I feel like I can't, um, but I inherited a house, but the house is so expensive to keep. It's like a movie where like someone gets a house and they want to, they want to stay where their mom's house was. That's me, you know, and I don't know what to do. And like the tax man is coming and the taxes. And like, so I put things on the credit cards and then I got to pay off the credit cards. I'm stuck in this American cycle and I got sucked into it. I didn't want to be in this situation. You know, I thought I was a lifelong renter. I had... I had different types of jobs and now I don't, I want only vegan life. Um, and I don't want to ever work in a situation where I'm having to compromise my morals and all that. So that means less money. Anyway, I want to move to, I think I want to move to Santa Fe, New Mexico. I think I could sell my house in California and move to Santa Fe where there are artists and a vegan community and it leans left, you know, I know a lot of people ride horses and stuff there. Maybe that could be something that I, I don't know, man. I love the, I love the Southwest of America. It's so beautiful out there. The air seems so clean and the art and the, the whole aesthetic vibe. I love the houses, those Adobe houses and everything. Santa Fe is so cool. And I, I feel like I could actually sell my house here. And well, here I'm in Florida right now, but he, sell my house in California and move to New Mexico. And I've just been thinking about that so much. There's what's what's keeping me in California. I only moved back, and I love California, but I only moved back because my mom lived in California. That's the only reason I left out Las Vegas. It's like I was I was between I, I was between jobs. I had a bunch of money in the bank. I was feeling good. I was looking good. Everything was great. And I moved to California. I, there was I had a great job lined up in California. My mom lived in South Orange County. I never thought I'd ever live there again. And I moved there. And then everything was fine, except then the pandemic happened. And then my mom died. And like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start choking up here. I'm so stressed out about it stressed out about money all the time, you know? And like, and I feel like the part of me feels like if I keep the house, part of my mom is still alive, you know? But if I sell the house, it's like she dies all over again. But I mean, so maybe I have to do it just to move on, you know? I don't know. I'm so stressed out about it. And, um, I don't know what got me on that tangent, but that's that's what's been on my mind lately.
yeah lick the button like like the video yeah hit the like button raging rexalian carnist scoundrel <laughs> that's why i left san diego had three kids and had to get a better bigger place that's why you went to st petersburg i'm gonna be in st petersburg soon st pete runner um sometime in january i'll be in i'll be in st petersburg i hope i get to see you uh it's pretty rough yeah it's it's rough because like I feel like if everything hadn't happened at once, it would be different. Like if I still had my old job, I wouldn't be thinking like this. But then I it didn't find it rewarding anymore. You know, I didn't want to do that shit anymore. I don't want to work as a shitty restaurant person or a shitty fucking. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, maybe, maybe I should design more t-shirts, try to sell more shirts, get my book published and try to sell more books. And then I wanted to worry about it. But then again, like maybe a big move is what I need. I only moved back to California because I wanted to be close to my mom. I thought we had 20 years. I thought I had 20 years left with my mom. She died at 64 years old. Fucking Keith Richards is 80 years old today. <laughs> Keith Richards is 80. My mom died at 64. It just goes, it's just, this life is so unfair in so many ways, you know. Anyway, um, enough of that. What am I doing? I did want to talk about something else. Let's talk about animals, huh? So I saw this, I saw this press release today uh, about chickens and, you know, I got lots of chickens on my mind and something caught my eye in this press release, hundreds of thousands of chickens to be suffocated, PETA demands action. Okay. So this is a press release. It's about Little Rock, Arkansas. I drove through Little Rock. I drove through Little Rock in, um, when I drove back across America from, from Irvine, you know, I had to drive to Virginia with the abduction truck. So I passed through Little Rock and of course... <laughs> I, I did not have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, Bill Clinton, you know, Little Rock, Arkansas. He's from Little Rock. He was the youngest governor to ever serve in Arkansas. I think that he was maybe the youngest governor ever at the time. Following reports, Arkansas Department of Agriculture has started killing hundreds of thousands of young chickens because Cook's Venture doesn't want them by suffocating them with foam. Okay, so this was the part that cut my eye. Suffocating them with foam? Why would you suffocate animals with foam? That's so weird. Um, an agonizing death that could take as long as 14 minutes. PETA rushed a letter to Arkansas Secretary of Agriculture Wes Ward today expressing outrage at the cruel slaughter of callous waste of birds' lives and slamming the agency for using cruel and lazy killing methods not approved by AVA, AVMA for non-emergencies. PETA points out that the chickens were essentially abandoned by Cook's Venture following its sudden shutdown, leaving the Department of Agriculture to deal with millions of birds crammed into filthy sheds at the company's supply farms. These chickens have suffered. Ammonia-ridden sheds. Okay, we know about that. Tracy Ryman talks about why. And we need to urge agriculture to stop the killing of these chickens via suffocation or other cruel methods. And we urge everyone to go vegan to prevent this kind of ruthless mass killing. Thank you. Chickens killed for their flesh are crowded by tens of thousands of filthy sheds. Defeather, scalded and defeathering tanks. Yeah, so 
I've never heard that they are going to cover the animals up with foam. This is not a picture of the foam. This is just a picture of all the poor Dan, all these poor, poor, beautiful birds. It's so messed up. I, in my last short, I used the song Free Bird. And now every time, so I'm in Florida, Leonard Skinner's from Florida. I've been thinking a lot about Leonard Skinner. Maybe that's also why I'm thinking about my mom so much, you know, because her favorite was Tom Petty and Tom Petty is from Florida. And I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, I've been listening to Tom Petty because my mom loved Tom, Tom Petty, you know, I played Tom Petty at her funeral. Uh, anyway, so we have, they killed them with foam. I never even heard of this. Did you guys hear about this? Mass killing chickens with foam? What the hell does that mean? Lethal foam. Bird flu's grisly question how to kill millions of birds. Lethal foam. Check this out. This is what CBS News says about it. Farms faced with needs to kill so many birds turn to recommendations by AVMA, even as it has developed methods to kill poultry quickly, the association acknowledges techniques might not guarantee that the deaths the animals face are painless or distress-free. One of the preferred methods is to spray water-based firefighting foam over birds as they roam around the ground inside a barn. Roam around. They don't really do much roaming, as you saw in that last picture. The foam kills the animals by cutting off their air supply. When foam won't work because birds are in cages above the ground or it's too cold, the USDA recommends sealing up barns and piping carbon dioxide inside, first running the birds unconscious, ultimately killing them. That's how they, well, they, they use carbon monoxide in the Holocaust, but this is not, un, like, this is unbelievable to me. The notion. How do you kill a million birds? How do you kill hundreds of thousands of birds at the same time? That's a weird question to ask. Like, why are we why are we confronted with this dilemma? Because we keep that many birds. That's why. Why? Because assholes eat birds and we pay money to eat birds. Like, did you guys ever hear about lethal foam before today? I had not heard about lethal foam before today. So you let me know, because I, I would love to know how, how should we humanely kill? How do you humanely kill anybody? Hundreds of thousands of birds. You know, I've heard about, what, what do they call the thing where they just shut up the barn and they just let, it, let them all die from heat? I guess they can't do that in the wintertime. Pure barbarism. News to you. Thank you. Ventilation shutdown. That's when I ventilation shutdown. I've heard about, but I don't think they do. They do that with chickens. Well, anyway, I think they need. I think it needs to be hot outside for ventilation shutdown to work. You can do it, Sky. Vegan friends believe in you. Thank you. Licking my videos. Please like the videos. Yeah, man. I have three bed, two bath house and a gated community for nineteen ninety a month. Unheard of in SoCal. Yeah, I mean like. My rent, my mortgage isn't expensive, but it's too expensive when it comes to that, plus tax, plus my lawyer fees, plus it's it's too much at once. Like if I didn't have the lawyer fee, if my HOA, like 
like I when I when it first when my mom first died, I didn't know that there were two HOAs, so I forgot to pay. I forgot. I didn't know I was supposed to be paying two bills, so I ended up having to pay ten thousand dollars to an HOA, and like lawyer fees. And then my my probate lawyer, I owe her eighteen thousand dollars. It's like every single thing on top of each other all at once. I can't do it. And then and then the tax man comes and says, "Oh, I want money too." And the tax man isn't like the worst, but the tax man's the scariest, you know, because he can really, really fuck you up. You take your shit. But um, it's just like constant stress. Like if I had $20,000 in my lap, I would never have to worry again. But it's because of all these, all of these problems all at one time. And the fact that I just took a huge pay cut, you know. Sorry for your loss, Sky. We had to sell our multi-generational family farm. It's rough, but it gets better. Thank you, kind of vegan. I appreciate that, man. I really do. I bet that was hard. That must have been hard. Sometimes I feel like I just need to have some lethal foam. <laughs> Bad joke. Sorry. All right. Well, that is going to be the pre-shift. Um, it gets better. We We have to do better. Animal welfare groups argue, this isn't CBS News. Wow, we have to do better. Animal welfare groups argue that all of these methods for quickly killing birds are inhumane, though they are particularly opposed to ventilation shutdown, which note can take hours and is akin to leaving a dog in a hot car, right? Animal rights groups delivered a petition last year, 3,577 people involved in caring for animals, 1,600 veterinarians, don't trust them. Don't trust veterinarians even for a second. We have to do better. None of these are acceptable in any way. So how do you do it? Protecting the food supply. If we stopped killing animals, it'd be over, right? We wouldn't have to have this problem anymore. Okay, this does make me wonder what the heck this thing is, but I'm not going to, no, no clickbait. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me today on the pre-shift. Um, <laughs> kind of vegan, thank you for being here with the pre-shift. This is the end. And the, and the affirmation is things will get better. This too shall pass. You know the story about how the, the, the king wanted, told his wise men that he wanted something that would make him sad when he's happy and happy when he's sad. And one wise man gave him a ring. And he said, well, how will this? This is not what, an, what is an am, magical amulet. No, on the ring it said, this too shall pass. Makes you happy when you're sad. Makes you sad when you're happy. This too shall pass. Um, and as we land the plane, as they say, don't be a slave to the system. And I'll see you uh, tomorrow. Today, I'm going to, this beautiful weather, completely wasted. I wanted to, I, I wish I was out there doing activism today. That would lift my spirits. You know, all this rain and poor weather. Today, it's beautiful in Daytona Beach. And I'll be driving to Orlando. I will be in Sarasota tomorrow. I'm driving to Orlando, and I'm going to drive to Sarasota, where I'm going to go to a Whole Foods monkey campaign, where you know we're going to protest the enslavement of monkeys to um, pick coconuts. So that'll be pretty cool, right? I've never done one of those before. So I'm going to go protest at a Whole Foods in Sarasota. And then I'll be driving back to Orlando at the end of the day. So that's pretty cool. 
so thank you. I'll be doing some uh, some some activism tomorrow at least. Hopefully the weather will be nice in Sarasota, Florida. And wish me luck in Orlando. I've got two days off in Orlando. Actually, well, I have one day off in Orlando. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. What should I do in Orlando, guys? Is there something I should do that only takes one day? Please don't say Disney. Um, for one day in Orlando, should I do something there that should make me... Should Is there something I should do in Orlando? Maybe go to the Jesus Museum where they the the Jesus theme park where they reenact the Passion of the Christ every day. They whip Jesus in the street. That might be fun. They have like video of of Christ riding on on Tyrannosaurus Rexes and stuff. That would be fun. I don't know. What do you think, Orlando? And if you are in Florida, please let me know because I will be going to Saint Petersburg in January. I'll be in Florida until. The beginning of March after Christmas, after New Year's, I'll be back in Florida. <sighs> Thank you guys. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you so much. See ya. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all Don't let the bastards grind you down. Illegitimate, non-carborundum. I need you. I need